welcome to SOMC Leadership on the Go, the podcast that brings you lifelong learning and leadership development wherever you are. Welcome listeners and thank you for joining us. For all of our lifelong learners out there, you'll be glad you tuned in today because this opportunity to sharpen your financial leadership expertise is truly one that's worth your time. Hello, my name is Brady Carter, and I'm so glad you've joined us today on SOMC Leadership on the Go. We're always excited for the opportunity to improve our leadership here on this podcast, and today's no different in that we have with us an expert on financial leadership. This series on financial leadership is one that Ethan and I have had our sights on for a while, and one reason for that is we realize ourselves that we have a lot to learn. So with that in mind, I want to introduce today's guest. We have with us today, Jesse Bender. Jesse, I'm so glad you've joined us. I'm excited to hear from you on this topic particularly, but first, uh, would you care to introduce yourself and what you do here at SOMC to our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, My name is Jesse Bender. I've worked at SOMC for six years in the Treasury Department. When I was hired, I was the Treasury System Administrator and then moved to the Manager of Payroll and Treasury in May of 2020. So since then, I've been in charge of the payroll department and the treasury department. We manage anything from monitoring and analyzing SMC's banking activity. We do your mileage reports, position control. We assign time and attendance rights. So if you have questions about your time and attendance, we process hiring requests, do budget-related items, and then that's the treasury department. Payroll is anything to do with payroll. So paycheck questions, W-2 questions, 1095s, anything related to payroll, we are the department to talk to. Jesse, it sounds like with what you work with uh, just touches everybody here at, at SOMC and uh, a lot of uh, information and content that people are are probably quite invested in too. So yeah, we are, we're a lot of behind the scenes. So yeah, we don't necessarily see a lot of patients, but we help a lot of our employees. No doubt. Well, thank you for that. So Jesse, before we get into some of our more labor intensive questions, I just wanted to set the stage real quick with a question about skills. Um, When it comes to being the best financial leader um, that we can be, what kind of skills do we need to have or what kind of skills should we be concerned about obtaining in that endeavor? Well, I think in general, strong financial leaders are analyzers. They're willing to evaluate themselves and their departments Uh, They are willing to dig a little bit deeper and see, you know, how their decisions will financially impact SOMC as a whole and the entire organization, not just their department. Leaders are always looking for a better, more efficient way to do things. We ask a lot of questions. We're always looking, you know, is this my only option? Is there a more cost of effective way that we can complete the same task? As far as leaders for your department, We're always evaluating situations around staffing and productivity. Ask yourself, do you have the right staff? Do you have the right number of people? Um, Are they working, you know, the right shifts? Does it it justify their workload? Am I managing my overtime? Are there, is there someone else that I could be calling in, you know, to kind of cut costs a little bit and then be willing to make some of the tough calls, do what we need to do, you know, despite how we feel, we've heard that. So Sometimes it's tough to kind of look at everything and know what the right answer is, but you have to be willing to look. I think that's uh, certainly some wise words, Jesse. I, I Just kind of how you phrased it, willing to evaluate. 
you know, something that that jumps out to me there is is that's kind of a, a two part willingness. One, because you know that can be difficult work for a leader uh, to sit down and 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 do that evaluation. And then two, it's it's also difficult because it, it's got to be honest work. Just like when you're trying to improve yourself personally, uh, you got to look at the mirror and look at yourself honestly and um, look at the areas that you have to improve or the areas that may be causing some some decline. And you have to do that honestly. So that that willingness really does come into play. I appreciate that. One thing too, kind of what you were saying there, um, a lot of what we look at is after the fact. So like we're looking at information that's already happened as leaders and what we're asking, uh, you know, the leaders of SMC to do is kind of be proactive with their decisions so that we can see the results we're kind of expecting to see. That's fantastic. So. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, so as we continue here, I, I want to try and make sure we make what we talk about today practical so leaders can kind of do what you just talked about and the ones who take the time to listen feel like they've left with some action they can take into their departments. Because like any other effort, you know, it's easy to get bogged down in that day to day. It's easy to lose sight of our opportunity to make the impact you talked about, especially even with what we learn on podcasts or the other outlets we have here at SOMC. So with that in mind, could you help us by answering the question, what are some actionable steps leaders can take to improve the financial health of their departments? Well, one key expense for SOMC is payroll. Managing your expenses is a huge impact on SMC as a whole, and each little bit helps. So things that leaders can do. Um, schedule effectively based on patient needs. Ask yourself, do you have the right staff working? Do you have the correct number of employees working? Could you have people working different shifts so that you're covering a wider spread? Keep a good watch on how your employees are managing their time. Um, are we doing the things the most efficient way? Are we getting distracted or off task? Um, are there areas that we can reduce spending in overtime? And then the other thing too, as far as hiring, before we hire a position, ask yourself if, it, if we really need to refill that position. Is it something that we can kind of realign jobs and do with the staff that we have, or do we really need somebody? Jesse, those are uh, extremely practical, and and I appreciate the thought you put into those. There some of them maybe even sound uh, simple, um, but that's the case with a lot of things where you're you're talking about opportunities for improvement. Often the the path forward I've found it's not necessarily a complex idea or a big idea. It's just hard to do, and it's hard to make yourself do. Well, and the other thing too is um, getting everybody to do it. Mm. Some of the leaders that we currently have are awesome at this. And, you know, this is not new information. They do it on a daily basis and there's no problem. Some of us are new to leadership or have moved to positions and we're really starting to kind of look in at what has been going on and what can we change. That's fantastic. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of talk about that here a little later in terms of the, the spectrum of, of financial literacy, but um I appreciate what you shared there. Uh, this has been really good so far. Um, I think you're going to help a lot of us out. You've been super informative, and, and I'm excited about how much we've talked about already. And honestly, for me, uh, in this conversation, that's that's one of the best parts of doing this where I sit. And kind of on that note of learning, I want to talk about the idea of financial literacy. So it's fair to say that a spectrum really does exist regarding financial literacy. And the reality is there are leaders like you talked about that fall everywhere on that spectrum. And that's the case with any skill we're talking about or any any portion of what we do that we're talking about. 
some leaders come directly from a background of finance. And so obviously they're going to uh, approach what they do differently than uh, others who maybe they're, they're former, just specifically clinicians or from an entire field, uh, an entirely different field. Um, so all that to say, uh, some of us just aren't as educated on financial leadership as we'd like to be. Um, so for people like that, you know, hand up me, what steps can leaders take to improve their financial literacy? Well, there's a couple kind of things I would touch on here. The big one is don't just assume, you know, what we've been doing is the best path forward. We've been doing things the way we have, but life's changed. COVID's changed everything, you know, so we may be having to make some different decisions than what we have in the past. That goes along with, you know, review your department activity frequently. Don't just assume everything is, you know, going correctly. Be informed. We provide all kinds of information to you, but if you don't know what to do with it, you know, ask us. We'll be happy to help you kind of understand what it is you're looking at. We create a budget. Try to stick to it. This goes in your personal life, too. You know, it only is as effective as we interact with it. Staff employees correctly so we're not overstaffed or understaffed. And then just keep them on task. Um, We all have a job to do, and it works the most efficiently when everybody's doing what they need to be doing. Uh, some great stuff there. I, I really love what you touched on a couple of times there and and don't assume. I think when you you know when you apply how maybe you approach uh, other things in life um, to how you would, you know what we're talking about today, you know I've often found that I'm at my best when I'm completely aware of just how little I understand and know. Coupling that with the realization that um, whatever we're talking about, whether it's finance or or service, we do have experts here. You know, coupling that realization that that you're insufficient and your knowledge and ability with the resources you have um, is really how we're going to leverage uh, our, our different strengths and weaknesses. So financial literacy, when we're looking at our department's leaders, assume that possibly maybe what you have been doing or maybe what your previous leader was doing or maybe what's not working isn't the best way. And let's lean into some of our uh, experts here like Jesse and and some of the other folks we're going to be hearing from in this series. So super good. I would kind of reiterate too, though, sometimes what we have been doing is the right choice. Mm. You know, you kind of have to reevaluate just to see is what we've been doing the right way? Are we, can we do it differently? And maybe we don't need to do it differently. So that kind of goes both directions. Absolutely. And you're, and you're back to that constant evaluation, looking at what you're doing and, and just asking yourself, like we often try to do it, is there a better way? Usually we, we are able to do that here and find a better way and, and have a lot of great examples from our colleagues and, and different departments who, who accomplish that. So one last time, thank you for joining us today. I can't tell you how much I've gained and I hope our listeners have too. Just to wrap up, what, what do you think leaders need to be thinking about and aware of regarding financial leadership? What what kind of things should be on the top of our minds? Well, I mean, a big thing is not being afraid to ask questions. It's okay to not understand everything. I could never go into a nursing department and have any idea what they're doing. So we all are in this together and it takes all of us to be successful. So don't be afraid to ask questions. And our employees are really looking for us as leaders to make good financial decisions. So lead by example. Make sure your team is comfortable and willing to speak up if they see efficiencies and hold our teams and ourselves accountable, you know, to meet expectations because time's money. I mean, (laughs) it ultimately comes down to that. But 
The other thing too is know your team's strengths and weaknesses. Realign your tasks based on your employee's strengths. You know, some people are really good at organizing things. Others aren't, you know, assign tasks that way. So we can be the most efficient as we can be. Absolutely. Well, you heard it here, everyone. Let let the gravity of what you're doing here uh, impress upon you a willingness to ask questions, to ask hard questions of yourself, of your of your colleagues, of your own department, and lean into the strengths of the folks like, like Jesse here when we're talking about uh, financial leadership. Um, and in doing so, you'll see yourself move on that spectrum where we're all in a different place, taking those little steps towards uh, expertise is what what we want to try to accomplish here. And we can do that with the help of folks like like Jesse and other folks on our team. So thank you so much, Jesse. Thank you very much. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This was a great opportunity to learn new skills or sharpen old ones. And I hope you take what you heard out and apply it wherever you're leading today. Thanks to everyone who has listened and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed this additional outlet of SOMC's leadership culture, please like and subscribe to receive future episodes. Lastly, if you have a topic you'd like to see discussed on this podcast, please send us an email at somcontheco at somc.org. Thanks for listening today and we hope to see you again next time.